Tonight, three weeks on, three leaders from three regions brought to their knees by Cyclone Gabrielle. Their problems are as similar as they are enormous. Major state highways are out for the foreseeable for Wairoa, Hawke's Bay and Coromandel. Communities are still cut off from work, school, customers and lifeline services, including doctors and birthing units. We talked to a Coromandel woman pregnant with her first baby, who is now a week overdue. Instead of a 45-minute drive, she's looking at potentially a three-hour drive on back roads due to highway closures. We're really lucky our midwife. I think the plan is that they convoy with you over the hill. So whichever direction we decide that we're going to drive in, like whichever way is open, we'll be travelling with her. So if anything happens and we've got a good birth on the side of the road, we've got her there with us, which is great. Hundreds of houses, farmland and orchards are still side deep in silt and displaced flood victims need long-term homes. The government's kicked $250 million into a road rehab fund and about $75 million into a support package for businesses, growers and farmers. But the Cyclone Recovery Minister declined to be interviewed on Checkpoint about what comes next. The Coromandel and Wairoa Mayors and Napier's Deputy Mayor will all join us live after 5.30. But first, on the Coromandel, another vital road is severely compromised after more of State Highway 25 crumbled away, um, leaving it out between Whangamata and Hikawai. Waka Kotahi is, is working on what to do, but in the meantime, kids and teachers are largely cut off from Whangamata Area School. Principal Alistair Luke joins us now. Kia ora. Kia ora, Lisa. Can you tell us, I mean, what does the road closure mean for the school? We've just been notified it's potentially opening overnight, but will close again during day hours. Lisa, uh, we've got just over 80 students of our 570 based on the Hikawai Tairua side of the hill. Uh, and for those students, the road closure means there's no access to school in a physical sense at the moment. So for those students, it's a combination of remote learning, uh, which we're all very well practised at now, of course, in the uh, aftermath of COVID. And for a select group of our students, we've actually been able to provide them with a satellite learning programme based at Tairua Primary School. Uh, we are fortunate in a way that two of our staff also live on that side of the hill, so they've been able to get over uh, to Tairua School and provide at least some form of face-to-face -face learning uh, as of today. What about practical classes? You know, if you were taking engineering or art or, or photography or something like that? Uh, there's no getting away from that. Those are very challenging subjects to learn remotely. Uh, and for those students, particularly those in the NCEA years, uh, it's a priority for us to get those students back to school. Uh, one of our challenges at the moment is that the, the vehicle that heads over the hill uh, in normal times is a 70-seater bus, so a very large vehicle, of course, and uh, we're looking now at what uh, we might be able to do for those senior students in particular if the road was to open for light vehicles. Yeah, so what, what are your options in that case? Are you talking about minivans or, or, or what? We are talking about a fleet of minivans potentially being a more practical solution than uh, a, a very large single bus. Um, and as I said, in, in particular, it's our students in those NCEA years who are doing those practical subjects and for whom assessments are starting to loom as uh, Term 1 uh, draws to a close that we are really prioritising in terms of getting back to the campus physically. Um, the latest release from Waka Kotahi says that it's going to be open, the road, 25, from 7pm till 9am, because that, that doesn't help you at all, does it? I mean, potentially people could get their children to school, but they'd have to pick them up after 7 o'clock at night. 
That's right, Lisa, and I think that's a real uh, that is a real source of anxiety for folks on the peninsula as a whole at the moment, not just in our region. Uh, just because one can start one's journey doesn't necessarily mean that one will be able to conclude it. And uh, we have a, a number of anxious parents and whānau out there who are always uh, weighing up the potential risks of making a journey into school and what that might look like at the other end of the day. So we are hoping for the best in terms of the road, but also planning for a range of possible um, a range of possible courses of action in both the short and medium term. Yeah, you, you've got a solid plan B, uh, and that is great. But are you worried about these students from a social point of view? You mentioned they've dealt with COVID. They've had times of uncertainty before. There's been a lot of remote learning in recent years. And now this is just another thing to load on top. Yes, I am, although I would say our communities are small and very well connected uh, as it is. And, of course, what we have now that we didn't have with COVID is the ability to move around and interact freely within those communities. Uh, however, there's absolutely no substitute for an on-campus schooling experience. That's where the best education happens. Uh, we're very fortunate that we're able to provide what we can in Taitua at present, but our absolute wish and desire is to get these young people back on campus as quickly as we possibly can. All the best. Thank you for your time. That's Principal Alastair Luke. He's from Whangamata Area School.